live from Genghis Cohen in the heart of Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show! Today we have with us our head writer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. Our very special guest, star of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Spin City, and Incredibles 2, Barry Bostwick! And now, a host that fills everybody with anticipation, <laughs> Mr. Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yeah, very nice. Well, well, excuse me, wow. why, why, why are you yelling? <laughs> I'm right here. I mean, the, the four of us are at this small little table, and you're going, and here we are! There's nobody else in the restaurant. All right? It's just that, that's uh, the illusion I'm presenting. It's <laughs> an illusion. Thousands of people here. Yeah, so that's great. many people. Okay. All right. Oh, Barry Bostwick, it is a complete honor, sir, to have oh, you, uh, you sitting across from us at the Genghis Cohen Chinese restaurant in yeah. Fairfax. <laughs> what an honor for what me. What an honor. I it must is. say. That almost, almost didn't have cream for your coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they had, had to, to run to the store and get cream. No, it is. Uh, Ran it, out and milked a cow for. <laughs> and I expect people to milk cows for me all the time. All right, it's, it's just a little thing. What good is stardom for if you can't get a exactly. cow milk? You better believe it. Uh, well, this is—it's super, super cool to have you here. We're well, thank uh, you. we're all big fans of you, and for all sorts of different reasons. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, because you have you have such an incredible career. What does it feel like to like when you? It, just in your daily life, what does it feel like to have a career that we're so there's you have so many different things that people are fans of? Like what? How, what is confusing? It like? It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what people know me from. So uh, it's uh, very odd. It yeah. um, most people know me from Rocky Horror, but that was like yeah. forty three years ago. Sure, you know? sure. But even uh, n- now, I'll get twelve year olds and thirteen year olds come up to me, and they'll and they'll. I think they're going to talk about some Disney thing I did, <laughs> you know. But no, they start singing, "I'm a sweet transvestite." <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And I go, "Can I speak to your parents? <laughs> uh, are they out of jail yet?" <laughs> but um, I, I know it's weird. It's and. And then I'll get people who go, uh, I saw you, uh, well, I loved you with George Washington, you know, mm-hmm. in this long miniseries I did on CBS, I think, or something years oh, yeah. ago in the early oh, 80s. Yeah. See, did, did you or, know about or that Or Franklin, Den- yeah. uh, Franklin Delano or Roosevelt. Oh, oh FDR. Yeah, FDR, American Badass. Badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, is a, which is a very fun movie to watch. Isn't it? I loved it. I it thought was, it was great. That thing has been downloaded, I think, illegally more than three or four million <laughs> times <laughs> by, by every stoner, you know, college student. Just as FDR know. would have wanted it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. 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 I can imagine that they're watching it to like help them write a paper. You yeah. know, yeah. sure. Like, well, he had rocket his... launchers attached now, to his wheelchair. It is historically. One accurate. thing that I su- there's one thing I suspect you don't get recognized for, but I was really curious when I read about it. You were in a music group called the Clowns. The Clowns with a K starts with a K. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And then you guys had a top 100 hit. Yes, we did. And you were spot- Lady Love. Lady you were basically love backed. Will you be mine? <laughs> That, and you yeah, were backed by Ringling Brothers. Yeah, that doesn't ring a bell. It doesn't. I, no, I listened yeah, to it on right. YouTube this morning. But uh, yeah, Ringling Brothers, Barnum Bailey Circus was our producer. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, we, wait, we, wait a second. We, I got it. Yeah, we were the ones. We were the interlocutors. Are we? They they wanted to put together an hour TV show right. uh, where we, the clowns, which was four or five, like mm-hmm. I think it was four, you know, hip uh, sort of. I mean, we were a pop group, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you see that I went 
pop group. I did the P <laughs> above the microphone. Yeah. I could have gone pop group. <laughs> and made pop, but, Our uh, recording equipment can't, can't handle <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we Our were, $12 microphones. Can't, <laughs> right, yeah. We were actually produced um, uh, sonically by Jeff Barry, who did the Archies and a whole bunch of, wow. uh, of the pop groups mm-hmm. back then. And uh, So we did one album and released a couple of singles. And uh, I think we were 79 with a bullet. <laughs> Unfortunately, the bullet was going down, <laughs> not up. Uh, Did you but, tour as uh, that group? No. Well, we would. Uh, no, we didn't. We we would do we would do promo things for the circus. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, oh, what I don't think I finished my conversation about the fact that we were doing a TV show, one yes. hour TV show. We were the hosts, mm-hmm. and then they would have stars like Sammy Davis Jr., and then they, oh. and then mm-hmm. they would do, uh, have circus acts, you know, that were part of the circus. And we did a pilot, and uh, it, it wasn't picked up, and so we, um, uh, we disbanded mm-hmm. uh, ingloriously. Wow. Uh, or disgloriously. Well, we never got another record out of it. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Now, did you guys have like a costumes and stuff? Oh like yeah, that? I played Bo. I was the <laughs> hip, the hip sort of cowboy clown with <laughs> with the <laughs> nice. fringe jacket. You know, you yeah. can go on eBay and get this uh, record. <laughs> oh it's actually God. quite a good record. Mm-hmm. It's called The Clowns, and the clowns I played it for my children who were in their early twenties on last Christmas because one of them gave me a record player, and they went. Wow, that's really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah, I, I did a couple of a couple of songs. I was the lead singer in it. Mm-hmm. Was our very sort of uh, Rolling Stoneish, and um, and th- th- there was some reggae kind of stuff. It was. Yeah. I think it was. I listened to Lady cool Luck this morning because I, I looked it up and I was like, I got to hear this, and it's on YouTube. So, is it? Okay. So you probably made about one ten thousandth of a penny. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. make that. Even no, that, they, they can't that. find me. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was like. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, where I was expecting something to be kind of circus-themed. I'm like, oh, no, this is just a good pop song from 1970. Like, this is yeah. what yeah. groups were doing at that time. Well, and a lot of different bands had different gimmicks and stuff like that yeah. at that time, right? Was Kiss around then? I mean, they I were mean, getting started, yeah, I think. Yeah, just yeah, starting yeah. to do that. I'm yeah. just looking it they up stole right your now. makeup we, idea. We were, the, we were the, the, the white bread kiss, you know. We were the ones that... <laughs> now, did you guys wear makeup and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. We yeah. Had, but not like kiss makeup. I oh, mean, we, okay, we, yeah. were, we had like hip clown makeup, you <laughs> oh, know, okay. little tears and stuff. And oh, They were the insane that. clown posse. Now, you were the like cowboy. Do you remember what the other guys were? No. There was a clown. No, I don't. For their own anonymity. I honestly think we're giving this... Way too much air time. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, well, we can go. We, well, you know what? I'm going to uh, close the episode with this song. Is what I'm right. doing. Please okay. do. Please Lady do. Love, Will You Be Mine? Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, Waiting right outside are the yeah. other members of the band. Yes, <laughs> yeah. right. This is your life. <laughs> uh, so then after uh, that, you. Well, uh, is mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, that it is after that, right? Yeah. That, that you were in uh, the Broadway musical. Greece, Greece, Greece. And right? That you right. you starred as Danny Zuko in Greece. Yeah, in the original, you're the, in the original, original created the, the part of created Zuko. The part. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You, that's that's unbelievable. I mean, that's, that's now, nobody ever remembers that. No, you know, but that's so badass. Seventy two, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
for the audience listening, to have originated a role in a Broadway play is one of the biggest deals for an actor that you could possibly ask for. I when think. yeah, yeah. When, like a yeah. successful one. Yeah. 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 When, well, when did you? Definitely. That's not nice. It helps if it was a successful one. He, yes. he originated the role of Shrek in Shrek the Musical, <laughs> That's which true. then closed after like three weeks. True. Yeah. Is that no, true? I, I yeah. did. I, I worked on it for two years. Uh-huh. Uh, did all the workshops and all the readings, and then yeah. they fired me literally two months before it opened on Broadway, replaced me with a, an already famous star, and then it opened on Broadway and was the largest financial flop that in the history ever of in the history of Broadway <laughs> at that point, uh, yeah. only to be superseded by Spider-Man, Spider-Man the musical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, I was in a show called Nick and Nora uh, oh, back in... Uh, Is that based on The Thin Man? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. in the mid-90s. Oh. Mid and at that point, we were the biggest flop. We had lost every penny of uh, mm-hmm. multi-millions of dollars and mm-hmm. all over the the news at the time and New York Times going, you know, the most expensive flop <laughs> that ever, you know, hit, wow. hit Broadway. Wow. So Now, I have a question about that, though. Yeah. The Thin Man... Asta, the dog, is yeah. a big part of the thing. Did you have a real dog for the Yeah, musical, we had or? a real dog, the little <laughs> shit. You can't work with a real animal. No, you can't, you yeah. can't act with animals on stages because no, especially you don't know what they're going to do. All they do is imagine. look at their trainer off, yeah. uh, you know, off stage, you know. Uh, I, and, and unfortunately, uh, I had uh, the big number at the end of the first act, mm-hmm. and it was a duet between me and the dog. <laughs> And um, basically, the dog was just supposed to sit there and listen to me sing this horrible song. And he would run around? uh, And he just kept, yeah, you know, and he just kept looking around and this and that. And I'm trying to sing this this song, you know, bear my soul. You know, it, it was it was it was a misguided moment in the Broadway <laughs> lexicon of well, moments. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, you know, to make That's you feel amazing. a little better, uh, in yeah. Shrek the Musical, there's a beautiful trio written by Janine Tesori, who wrote uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie, and uh-huh. David Lindsay Abair, who is a Pulitzer Prize winner. Uh, they wrote this gorgeous trio between Shrek, Fiona, and the donkey, uh-huh. and it was replaced at the last minute, right before opening night, with a song about farting. Oh, good. <laughs> and it was literally just them f- making, going like, yo, you bet it's going to sound like this. And then, you know, it was just ah. them farting at each other. And that was the whole <laughs> song. And, and it, in the reviews, it was like, this is a fucking nightmare show. Like, oh, this my is, God. Why would you do this? To <laughs> but how, when did you get involved with Greece? How early on were you involved? Oh, like, from the moment that they decided to do it in New York. I mean, it was done in, in Chicago at this little theater below a church or something. And it was a very dark, uh, real show about a couple of gangs. And... Um, uh, it, it didn't have the lightness and the, uh, that eventually became what it was on Broadway. Yeah. Even though on Broadway we were still a little... Uh, you guys were a little dirty. Yeah, we yeah. were a little dirty. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, and, and every incarnation of it, it gets fluffier and fluffier. You yeah. know? <laughs> uh, and, um, uh, but originally it was, it was a pretty down and dirty... You know, it was based on two... Um, real gangs in, in Chicago. Uh, the guys who wrote it were, were part of a gang, and so a lot of it, uh, you know, they used the '50s genre and this and that. But you know, they, they were not they were not the nicest of kids. Let's put it that way. You know, yeah. they, they, you know, I think the guy who was the original Zuko, or the guy who was based Zuko based on, I mm-hmm. ended up in jail. He's probably dead now. I think he's, uh, um, oh you know, he wasn't he wasn't. Uh, 
he wasn't the John Travolta, yeah. uh, you know, of his yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, I thought was brilliant in the movie. And Great. He, he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's wonderful, wonderful actor. And mm-hmm. um, um, he, I was on the road. I, after I did the Broadway production, we went on the road with the first national tour, and John was with me. He played duty in the, in the national tour. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, okay. so basically he watched me every night do Danny Zuko, and then he stole everything. <laughs> <laughs> really? For the movie, yeah. That's why he was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart. Was yeah. There, Smart man. What, what was your favorite song to, to, to perform on in that? Oh, uh, Alone at the Drive-In movie, oh, which, which oh, wasn't yeah. in the movie. They, yeah. they cut it from the movie, or they never did. They, they wrote Sandy instead of that. Yeah. And, uh, no. but, but it was a real lovely tongue-in-cheek you know send up kind of song I, I'm all alone was I'm all alone at the yeah. drive-in movie right yes, something like that's that that's right yeah, I yeah. love that song I'm all it, it was really <laughs> yeah. high I can't even get <laughs> those notes anymore and it would get laughs there was laughs in there like built into the song oh like, yeah, yeah and it was the pauses between it because uh, yeah. it was the first time anybody had really sent up that style yeah, of song, you know, with mm-hmm. with that style of singing, uh, in in terms of a commercial, yeah, you know, Grease and Rent are the only two musicals I've ever auditioned for in my life where I waited in line, I got up to the to the to the casting, sang for the casting director, and the casting director both times said. There's no fat people in the show. <laughs> You're shitting me. Both times. You're there are me. no fat people. You can go home. You're but, great. Come back for Fiddler wait, on the but, Roof, but you wait a fat minute, wait a Jew. No, wait a minute. In Greece, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's there a, is a fat kid. There's Roger. Yeah, 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 Roger, who's called Rump in it. He's, and he was always thought of as being uh, uh, heavy. I really? know that because I played him at the no, you Schwader Theater Jewish Community Center. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mike Black. Right, yes. Mooning. And, and you yeah, sang Mooning. Mooning was Mooning. the number, yeah, yeah, which was actually cut from our production. I was unhappy about uh, it. Well, because it was a Jewish community center? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, what do they have against like, Mooning? Eh, the Mooning, a lot of hairy so asses. <laughs> a lot of hairy asses <laughs> at the Jewish want, community center. We don't want the children Mooning after the show. It was a whole thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, yeah. Well, okay, but, but so you shouldn't have been rejected. Well, based on what your, are you going to do? Based yeah. on your weight. Yeah, well, right. you should have just said, we already have a fat guy. We just, <laughs> go yeah. home. Go it's, home. It's because no, you were no. reading for Sandy. Oh. Yeah. Not yeah. The type. yeah. So uh, I was also, you know, I, talking about Broadway stuff, please. I was in the final workshop of, um, uh, what's that show about? One Singular Sensation. It's oh, Chorus, Chorus Line. Line. Chorus Line. Yeah. I was in the final workshop of Chorus Line. Oh, my and, and God. I, and I left the show like 10 days before they opened off Broadway. I was playing Zach, the, you know, the guy who interviews, you know, the mm-hmm. lead guy. Whatever. I like how we all responded yeah. like it was trivia night at Hamburger Mary's. Yeah. We hear like <laughs> one little bit of the chorus and all, all three of us, oh, a Chorus, chorus Line. line. <laughs> yeah, chorus line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and I left the show because um, uh, Michael... Uh, and I didn't really see eye to eye about how the direction of where Zach should be going. He thought Michael Bennett, Michael right? Bennett, yeah, yeah. Michael. Uh, well, yeah, and uh, he thought that uh, Zach should be this voice in the audience that never really gets involved. Uh, oh, you know, the, in dir- the, the you were playing the director. I was playing the director, of and course. I was playing. Oh I was God. playing him basically, yeah. and uh, so. Um, but he didn't want to reveal much about himself, Michael. And so, uh, therefore, he didn't want the character Zach to reveal much. He just wanted to be this sort of cipher out there who pushed the thing forward. I remember during the last few rehearsals, there would be a time in the 
rehearsal process and the workshop process in which the whole thing would stop and Zach would go on stage and sit there. I think right after Bobby hurt himself or something. Right. And, and, and everybody would just sit and think and go, well, what could Zach sing about right here? This should be the place where yeah. Zach should sing. And I think after a couple of days they said, no, Zach's not going to sing anything. He's just going to keep him in the audience. And, and I said to Michael, I said, I kind of really I don't want to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that and uh, the fact that I, I was not as good a dancer as they probably needed. So it was a mutual uh, uh, separation between them mm-hmm. and me. And, uh, yeah. uh, and the guy who was playing the assistant choreographer uh, jumped in and played Zach. Yeah. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, everybody just jumped up a, a, a slot. And everybody, that, as far as I know with a chorus line, everyone that was in that original production or in the workshop, a lot of those characters were based on them or they helped develop out Oh, the no, it was all them, yeah. yeah I mean, wow. the, the workshop was that. us just sitting around going, well, well, what was your experience like when you were starting out? You know, and Jeez, um, so it was... Um, no, I, and I think that's why they all got a little piece of the show because it was based on their own personal experiences and um, mm-hmm. life. And uh, well, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a wonderful experience for me. I, I didn't. I, I didn't regret not getting it because, like, within s- three or four months after that, I got a show called "The Robber Bridegroom," which was a musical that I got a Tony Award mm-hmm. for. So I was. Um, uh, you know, I would screw them. You know, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't know what they were missing. Question for you about the Tony Award. Uh, yeah. We were at Marsha Gay Harden's house, and yeah. we got to see her Oscar and her Tony sitting there. Uh-huh. And I noticed on her Tony that she won for Gods of Carnage, it doesn't have her name engraved on it anywhere. Does your Tony have your name on it, or is it just basically sort of a generic Tony Award? No, no, it's got my name, but it's fallen okay. apart many times. It's, <laughs> okay. it's a crappy design. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the, the little disc, it doesn't spin? Yeah, the, well, yeah. it spins, but those the little things that hold it in the spinning position, yeah. they break all the time. Okay. Oh, I've, I've repaired it three times, okay. and I, I have it high up on a shelf somewhere. Okay. So, Amazing. You know, so the yeah. kids can't get to it? And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. told us like hers was in like her basement in New York for like five years. She didn't know where it was. It was in a box because she'd moved right after she won and she got divorced right around the same time. So it was yeah. like, it was just in a bunch of stuff. She's like, I don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, this shows her real respect. I love her. I love her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So funny. Uh, uh, mine. Yeah. Mine is uh, up on high up on a shelf with, um, uh, but I got a Golden Globe mm-hmm. and uh, a yeah. bunch of other things, so you know. Cool. And I'm uh, I, I I occasionally look up high and mm-hmm. and try to get the cobwebs off. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, you're but, tall. You can reach up there and dust yeah, it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, it's um, I, it, but it's right when you move around a lot and you got those things, uh, they end up being broken and you know misplaced and. Uh, uh, but I'm very proud of my. The, I, I most seventies were really my Broadway years. After mm-hmm. that, I I, yeah, because I took it, a break. Well, once you hit Rocky Horror Picture Show, because Rocky Horror was 1975. Yeah. So mm-hmm. prior to that, there's like a couple. There's a couple TV movies. There's the Chadwick Family. There's Family Planet. Fantastic Planet. Uh, Road. Family movie, Planet. Family Planet. <laughs> different. Different movie. Um, a, a couple. Jennifer on my mind. Couple. Couple TV movies. Couple TV shows. Yeah. Uh, so were you scouted for Rocky Horror Picture Show for the movie? Because like, were you? 
Yeah, I think. How were you invo- How did you get involved with that? Like, how did that happen? Uh, they just uh, the casting director knew me and and knew Susan, uh, and and it was his idea, I think, to put us together, and he got the okay from Twentieth. Uh, and we just went in and met them. And I think Susan had to sing Happy Birthday or something because they knew that I could sing because of my history. Sure. And uh, they basically just offered us the parts. Uh, I don't remember. And I've read a lot of books about uh, Rocky Horror, um, uh, the history and the, this and that. And I can't find anything else that says uh, anything other than that. And um, I, I keep looking because people ask me this. How did you get the part? You know, and it's like, it's the shortest answer in history of, of no. show business. Yeah. Well, they offered it to me. Yeah. You know? yeah, but, <laughs> but you were, at that point, you were already a... Uh, established. A, a established musical theater personality. Yeah. And this is a musical, and they yeah. were looking for, you know, there's the the, the specter, it's, it's not a, a wide range of people that could have stepped in. I mean, there's, I'm sure they could have, Found there's other there's other actors in the give world. Give me another name. Give me a couple of names. I don't who, know. who would you have cast? No, <laughs> no one else but you. What I'm what yeah, I'm saying sure. is that like like when <laughs> they when they Fred Gwynn. That's not what I. They're meant. shaking your head. We're all like, shaking our heads in judgment. Of that's not world. what I meant. What I mean is, is anybody could have played it. No, no, <laughs> right. no. Thank you for taking the time to come out here today. <laughs> be belittled by our host. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're well credentialed for them. <laughs> to bring you in and make you yes. an offer. That's what, are you what trying I mean. to say, Stephen? Yes. Yeah. Oh, forget yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I was honored to be asked. Did you meet? When did you meet Richard O'Brien? When? Like uh, how soon into the process? Uh, mm, I don't. Probably when we, when we ended up in London. I don't think he was. We, we just met at the. Uh, it was on the stage here, right? Uh, yeah. And, and uh, what's what was that? The club, uh, the oh, at the uh, the Roxy, the Roxy, the that's Roxy. right. We met him at the Roxy because the show was still up and running there. So they were already doing the show here. In oh yeah, they've been doing it for a year or so. So everybody was, and I had a lot of friends who were in the stage show here. Wow, uh, Jamie Donnelly and uh, Bonnie Anton and uh, Kim Milford and Meatloaf and these people mm-hmm. who I had known uh, were doing, and so I had seen it a number of times on Amazing. stage, and so I was a big fan of it particularly of Tim uh, Curry, who, uh, you know, would just ate up that stage every oh, night, you know. <laughs> and um, and I, I remember well, the first time I saw it, Kim Milford, who played Rocky, uh, uh, and, you know, beginning of the show, on the stage show, usually the cast members are dressed up as usherettes and ushers and stuff, and they come out and they put you in your seats and this and that, and then they play with you. And I remember Kim Milford went underneath my table and uh, started sucking on my toes and I thought oh yeah this is going to be a great evening oh my god yeah 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 and uh, yeah yeah like, holy shit I know huh? it was a more innocent time it really <laughs> yeah a more innocent time for sure I think we have a more in-depth answer of how you got the part now yeah wow. uh, so so then you uh, so you guys get cast and they fly you out to go and, yeah. and do this uh, now what I have heard I've watched some docu stuff on on the making of this movie that castle that you guys shot in was uh, it was a crazy set that that set was very like it was falling it was it was falling apart while (laughs) while it was being made basically yeah no there was holes in the roof and there was uh you know we had big space heaters blowing and it was wet all the time and um 
Uh, they said, don't go above the first floor because you'll fall through the floors. <laughs> oh, God. You know, uh, but I, I, that didn't stop me. I went up to the third floor and stole plumbing fixtures <laughs> out of it, you know. Uh, Amazing. I, I got this uh, shower head, that one of those big poppy, you know, huge shower heads yeah. from oh, one wow. of the, and brought it home. And unfortunately, I built it into a house. That uh, that I loved, and then I sold the house with the shower head. I should have mm-hmm. taken the damn oh, shower head with me, it. but now it's sitting in a house, so it's. So now, whoever owns that house, you know the yeah. story behind it. Yeah, yeah seriously, and, and that was the only thing I was able to steal. We couldn't take any <laughs> costumes. You couldn't could, take costumes. No, with we you? couldn't take really anything. They were. Um, uh, I don't know why. Maybe because it was such a low budget that they were going to, you know, re- them. resell them or, yeah. try, you know, uh, I, I, sh- I wish I had my high heels. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, that, what a great eBay item. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. But would you buy my high heels? I would buy he your high would. heels any hour of the day. Uh, what, make sure they would sell. <laughs> what, size, what size shoe are you? I'm a 13. So, uh, yeah. Well, okay, you could fit into I them. I could fit into those shoes. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I, would, I wouldn't put them on. I would just put them in a glass case uh-huh. in the center of my home. People would have to walk around it <laughs> oh. to go to the kitchen. Oh, you know, right. It yeah. would just be right there. In front of my house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> that, I mean, what, what's, what's fascinating, you brought it up kind of early into this, is uh, you know the kids come up to you sometimes. We're not done go, yet, is this? No, no. Early, no. oh, early yeah. on, earlier. Early on oh, in this, okay. yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that that kids kid. sometimes come yeah. up to you and they go, "Oh, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show." Like right. young people. Yeah. I don't think uh, people, uh, and and I don't think people always realize how uh, crazy and somewhat in, in, in offensive Rocky Horror Picture Show is until they're watching it with their family. Like some, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people have had that experience because it's such a cult movie. People just yeah. go, oh, it's Halloween. Uh, my eight-year-old's having a, a Halloween party. <laughs> let's rent Let's rent a cult movie and we'll all sit and yeah. watch it. And then, and yeah. then you know, Sweet Transvestite comes on and yeah, everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck is happening right, right, right. now? And, and then it, Rocky it, gets barreled up the ass absolutely. By, <laughs> by Frank and Frank. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that because that's how it happened to me when that's I how was, you got it. That's how I got it. I was 11 years old and you I got, got barreled, barreled up, up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11 years old Halloween party. My mom went to the video store and yeah. rented Rocky Horror Picture Show, and we had all of our neighborhood kids over, and we all sat around at 11 years old and watched Rocky Horror Picture Show. And about 20 minutes into the movie, all the parents in the room were just like, maybe something else. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we watch uh, the, the Charlie, peanuts, Chris, yeah, peanuts, peanuts Halloween special. Halloween How about special, that? something else. Great pumpkin. Maybe. Yeah. And did yeah. they turn it off? Uh, I think we got we got about uh, forty minutes in before they turned it off. Yeah. I think they, they freaked yeah. out. Yeah. And then and then I mean, I, of course, I went and watched it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then I, well, I was at a friend's house. I think when I was around eighteen or nineteen in the, in San Diego, and they said, uh, "Oh, you think it's fun to watch it." In your living room, you gotta yeah. go to a movie theater and watch it because everyone yells things out at the yeah. screen. Yeah. yeah. When did that start happening? Oh, pretty soon after it was released in the mm-hmm. midnight circuit. I mean, it, in New York and in I think Austin, Texas, and uh, pe- people started dressing up and then standing up uh, in the front and just showing off and being, mm-hmm. you know. And then all of a sudden they started lip syncing to some of the songs, and then um, it became uh, more standardized, and then people started. Uh, who was it? The first, the first person who yelled at the screen was a um, uh, an elementary school teacher from Brooklyn, and, and I wow. think he yelled uh, um, 
when Susan had the newspaper over her head, yeah. I think he yelled out, uh, buy an umbrella, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was the first one. And then, it, and yeah. then it just took off from there, you know. And you have to realize, it's interesting, but back in the, I think it really in the sort of 75, maybe 77 when it started doing this whole midnight thing, there wasn't any internet, there wasn't anything. So people, yeah. if they wanted to know what to say, you know, it was like underground of uh, fans, you know, who were writing each other, mm -hmm. you know, going, well, I think you should say, you know, uh, asshole after he says, uh, you know, uh, didn't yeah. we get the spare tire fixed, you know, and I should have gotten, that, you know. And I think that's, and, it's, and it grew so slowly and so organically, and that's why it's become what it has become, you know. And, and it's almost uh, a script for the audience. In it terms is of a script. Well, yeah, yeah. And what you throw and what you do at certain times well there's yeah. a there's actually an album out called the audience participation album mm -hmm. yeah. where what they did was they turned the microphone on the audience and in the background you hear the mu you hear the movie but uh -huh. you're basically hearing the the, the audience yeah. uh, yell rude and horrible things at <laughs> us you know? that's so uh, awesome yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's what, a what very unique experience you know? when you saw that for the first time what how did you feel about it did you feel like protective over the the work like oh don't don't yell during the show this is the movie I'm in or were you like oh this is fucking great like what oh no this is great uh, no <laughs> I no, they owned it they 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 sabotaged it they took it and made it themselves for themselves they uh, they uh, created a new genre of entertainment basically mm -hmm. and uh, I was a hundred percent behind it and it was um, I, w I just wish that I had the, the marijuana, uh, you know, stand uh, in front of the theater. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, now you can. I can, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, When's the last time you went to go see it with a crowd? Oh, I saw it about a month or two ago at a okay. convention. Uh, I do these uh, signing conventions sure. occasionally. And, and we'll do a screening of Rocky mm -hmm. Horror. And we had, I, I forget where it was, but... Um, we had like a thousand people yeah. in the audience and they were, you know, with the lights and the thing and the throwing oh, yeah. of the, and it, it was amazing. I, um, you know, you make you, I, I, I sit in my little house here and I, you know, I do whatever I do with Barry Boswick. And then I go there and it's like, I'm, I'm a rock star for, yeah. for yeah. 10 minutes, you know, and it, uh, it's a fabulous, um, uh, mm -hmm. my wife hates the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I digress. Um, as, as she should. As she yeah. should. She All just, of our wives should hate the she, thing we she, love the most. She right. doesn't yeah. get it, you know. And yeah. I and I because at these conventions I'll sell my underwear, you know, <laughs> yeah. tidy whities you know, and I'll and I'll sign it, you know, damn it, uh, Susie, <laughs> yeah. I love you, uh, oh, you know, Brad my Majors. God. Yeah, and my wife is so embarrassed by that, <laughs> you know. Amazing. In fact, the other night I thought. So, uh, when I did one of these conventions a few months ago, I ran out of underwear. Well, mm -hmm. that, you know, that happens sure. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and they, they sent out one of the people to go get me some underwear from Target because I get the, the large pack of underwear sure. from Target, you know, sure. Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> yeah. And um, they went and they, and they brought me back these 
extra extra large underwear you know <laughs> and it, it, and i can't i couldn't sell that i mean people aren't going to frame yeah. this you know it, no. it's it's the size of my, of my ass you know? <laughs> yeah. and so I, I i i brought them home and i said to my wife i said i'm gonna make throw pillows out of these uh, this underwear <laughs> oh i love that idea. and the other night i actually sat down and i figured out the sewing machine and uh-huh. i made a throw pillow uh out of a, a pair of extra extra large <laughs> underwear it was the worst idea I've ever had. <laughs> it, it just, it just, it just looks like this amorphous, big, fat. Uh, but I'm going to keep it just to remind myself how insane I am. Sometimes. Oh, I but love that honey, so these, much. These throw pillows keep riding up. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I can solve the problem, so the stuffing doesn't look like you know. Um, oh, yeah. Well, uh, maybe that's a lumpy. That's problem. not a problem. Yeah. Maybe that's you it's, turn that into lemonade. It's, <laughs> that's a, it's very lumpy. Yeah, it's a, no, stuff them in a very suggestive way. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Would you buy my stuffed underwear? Well, I'd I'd been hoping you'd ask. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> is there an ATM nearby? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I take I, I take credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> now, I love that. Have that's you amazing. seen your action figure yet? Uh, of of uh, of Brad. Of in Brad. The Oh yeah, no, no. You know, I had this action figure. It, it, nobody ever buys it. Uh, it <laughs> they're crap. They're crap. I mean, they they are. Um, first of all, the the little plastic thing that's over it, the dome plastic that holds it in, uh-huh. they fall off, and oh, and so, so it's a useless piece of shit. <laughs> um, and you know, and who wants an action figure where the legs go up and down of me? You know, in a, my blue robe. Now the pop doll, on the other hand, sells. Great! Oh, I'm okay. sure I that pop doll. I have a pop doll that looks yeah. like every other pop doll. Yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> they all it's, look except it's got glasses. Oh, mm-hmm. nice! And uh, I think it's and I, it has the blue bathrobe. Uh, when you go yeah. and do yeah. conventions, do people bring those up? Oh, the yeah, most, they'll bring the me pop the dolls. pop dolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what is the one. weirdest thing someone has asked you to sign? Uh, mostly, usually it's body parts. You know, because then they'll come back six hours later and they've tattooed my. Oh wow! Yeah, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, that to me that's very disturbing, and I probably shouldn't. Especially do if it. you like phoned in that particular oh, <laughs> signature, yeah. you know. Like. Oh, I did that once with a guy. He, <laughs> oh, no. I, I was so it was at the end of a convention <laughs> or something, and I got oh Jesus, I got to fucking sign another arm or something. <laughs> and so I I signed his. For his what is that called? That part of bicep. Yeah, the bicep. The yeah. bicep. Mm-hmm. I signed his bicep as large as I could. <laughs> you know, I think my signature oh, took no. a good eight to ten inches across his bicep. <laughs> Holy crap! I saw him in another convention a couple of months ago. He'd actually tattooed my name on his bicep that big. And I got, what? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I, you know, and I, I should, uh, mostly it's like breasts or thighs yeah. or something. Yeah. When you, know? you sign body parts, oh, yeah. you should also sign a restraining order at the same time. <laughs> just get it all taken care of. Like, Let's just get this all taken care of. I'll sign your body part, yeah, but that never again will see you. I'll sign this if you sign this. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that. body parts. That's, that's a weird. That's weird. That's got to be weird. We got to do some, I got to ask you a couple quick questions about, cast and then we'll move on from Rocky Horror Picture Show because there's plenty of other things to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say some cast names. If you can, just uh, give us a, a first impression or something that you want to say about them. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, just because we have a lot of fans that are obsessed with with this movie and uh-huh. so it, it's unfair to not at least mention. Uh, so Tim Curry. Tim. Um, 
Tim is uh, is getting better. You know, he had a stroke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I see him. I, I just saw him about a month ago at a convention, and uh, unfortunately, he's you know wheelchair bound and, and needs twenty uh, four hour care. But his mind and his sense of humor and his uh, is is really still there and coming mm-hmm. back in in spades. You know, wow. so oh, he'll do good. he'll do a Q and A at one of these things, and he'll just. He, he's just wonderful, you know, but unfortunately his body is what it is. And um, at these conventions, he doesn't meet people other than if you come and get your picture taken with him, you know, and then they line up hundreds at a time sure. and get their picture taken with him. And um, he's charming and uh, funny. And um, uh, I love the man, have always mm-hmm. loved him. And um, he, uh, uh, I think he embraces the Rocky Horror experience now 100%. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. What about uh, Susan Sarandon? Susan Sarandon, that bitch. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, Susan Sarandon. She's, uh, you know, everybody thought that she didn't like this movie and was distancing herself from it, but it's not been my experience with her. She's... Mm -hmm. I think she sees it as a, you know, an, an interesting sidestep to her career and uh, something that uh, she's proud of, as we all are. And um, but uh, like I think with most of us, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show really didn't project our our, uh, our careers in any way, shape, or form in any other direction. It's just like a one-off, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like a. Yeah. A weird, strange, wonderful, zany uh, piece of our lives. That, mm-hmm. um, uh, but I uh, no. So I, I and uh, unfortunately, uh, she's uh, really an ugly woman. It's too bad about that. It's too bad, isn't it? Really, it's amazing the camera tricks they can do. Oh, well, my God, know, yeah. really, really is. Yeah. Uh, what about Patricia Quinn? Uh, she is um, uh, Patricia Quinn is uh, undeniably the zaniest person I've ever known. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she is, um, uh, how do I say it? Uh, she is, well, first of all, she's the historian for the piece. I mean, she knows everything about Rocky Horror. Yeah. From the moment it was conceived on stage, because she was in it uh, on stage in London. And... Um, so if we've ever been together and people are asking us questions, I always say, well, ask her because she knows the, you know, the genesis of all of this. Sure. Um, but she is um, a f- the fans love her because she really engages with them and tells stories and is funny and has great energy. Wow. And uh, um, she's... Um, uh, uh, but and and there's no but actually she yeah. she's just she, I love her she's wonderful and she's she's you know 100% behind this thing and she constantly does things for it and um uh and I think for somebody who had eight lines in the movie yeah. you know yeah. she's made a lot out of it <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. seriously um what about uh, Nell Campbell Nell who Campbell played, uh, uh, Columbia yeah. yeah yeah well you know she lives in in uh, Australia and uh, I see her occasionally at these conventions and uh, she is um she's Australian you know she's <laughs> very she's very uh, uh, specific you know, and uh, and she's uh, probably much like the character, um, and she is. Um, 
I think, an underused and underworked actress and uh, personality in show business. Uh, but it might have to do with the fact that she's in Sydney as yeah. opposed to you yeah. know, a major yeah. hub. Uh, but... Um, uh, I, I I love her, and I and we always have a good time. And I, again, I think the fans. Um, she has again, again this this huge base of fans. Yeah. Uh, and uh, both of the girls do. You know, they yeah. they they. They, uh, I'm the boring one in the whole group. <laughs> no, you know? people, I'll people, stop you know. it. Oh, I, but no, really, I, I I don't mean person me I, I think I, I'm ex- very exciting as a human being as you <laughs> sure. can tell yeah, by course, the, yeah. the last half hour um, <laughs> but as Brad Majors you know uh, the, the people who play Brad and these shadow casts are usually lesbians so um, uh, God bless them you know uh, they, they have a work Brad. ethic they do <laughs> you know? um, but you know uh, occasionally people will come up to me and say well Brad is my favorite character and, and I usually say under my breath well why <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know uh, that uh, one of the stories I heard about uh, about this, uh, like in in the in the beginnings beginnings, was uh, that Richard O'Brien, who wrote wrote this show, yeah, uh, that that he was uh, he was outside of a Broadway theater or like a theater in the West End, yeah. and saw Nell Campbell perform uh, tap dancing. In, she was busking, in, yeah, she was busking on the street, and then yeah. he asked her. Uh, they, I guess they started. Maybe they started dating, or they started hanging out, and then he wrote her into the show. Yeah, no, I think they were just started hanging doing. out. Be, yeah. uh, and she was, uh, I, I think, also waitressing at the time. And but so uh, cool. her deal was, you know, she was like one of the first. Um, they're not. They weren't hippies at the time in the seventies. What were they? Uh, Whatever the equivalent Be- beatniks, is. Maybe? The beatnik. No. Yeah. Beatniks earlier. Beatniks was very fifties. Fifties. Pre hippie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it, Mike Black. Punky. You're ruining she, everything. She was, she was <laughs> like one of, one of the original yeah. punky kind mm-hmm. of people in London. You know, and she, you know, her hair was a weird color, and she wore really bright, odd clothes, and. Um, and did all this busking stuff, and she was just a, a huge personality, and I mm-hmm. think that's why they they wanted her. You know, she ended up finally uh, after that. She had a, a nightclub in New York called Nell's that was up and running for a long time, and, oh, and then she closed that. And mm-hmm. you know, she was she was she's always been this sort of uh, hip, uh, you know, yeah, cutting edge, ahead of her time, cutting edge kind a beatnik. of beatnik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, real nice, real nice, Mike. <laughs> yeah, beatnik. No, 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 no. You got to snap when you say beatnik. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what about meatloaf? Meatloaf, mm-hmm. meatloaf, and I. Um, uh, well, the last thing we did, we, we did an episode of Glee. Him, him and mm-hmm. I. They yeah. did. Oh, they wow. did. You know. And we we showed up there for we we were playing um, the, the guys who ran the the television station that mm-hmm. uh, what's her name uh, was the had her own show on uh, oh Jane oh, okay. Jane Lynch, Jane Lynch. yeah okay. yeah sure. and so we were basically we were jerks you know we were <laughs> telling her that she was no good uh, and uh, we wanted uh, we but we never had a song we never got to sing anything so we were stunt casted uh, mm-hmm. in in that you know and um, meat is um, meat is 
I see him occasionally. He's had a lot of health issues. His back. He just had a whole series of back operations, and he. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's going back out on the road, and he's. Uh, he, wow. I think he's just used his body up by yeah. you know doing knee slides. Uh, oh yeah. Bad out of hell, you know. He's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right. He's. Um, so when he's you, unrelenting, you know, in his talent. When you hang thing. out with Meatloaf, like you just said, oh, meat, whatever. It's like did you say, do you call him meat? Like yeah. is that like just. Oh yeah, instead of yeah, meat, meat, meat for short. Yeah, yeah. meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I call him Mister Loaf. You know, <laughs> but no, him. people will yeah. come up to him and go, uh, you know, uh, what do I call you? You can just call me Meat. You know, just call me Meat. <laughs> That's awesome. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we move, uh, can we jump ahead to Spin City. Let's jump. To, oh, wait. Right, before we get oh. to Spin City, there's a couple okay. things uh, in between. We have have how, long, how long is this fucking uh, interview? Like, <laughs> 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 then in 1976. Hey, guys, if you're listening to the nighttime show well have i got news for you better be good it, it is good uh we have merch for sale what what merch huh? yeah that's right we've got shirts we've got shower curtains oh we've you got mean sweater. merchandise merchandise what did you think i meant mercenaries oh well we also have those as well <laughs> i thought we were gonna send robbie to kill people or something. <laughs> robbie will fall down a flight of stairs <laughs> Onto your enemies. Right onto your enemies, 100%. We have all sorts of great stuff. If you go to uh, thenighttimeshow.threadless.com, you can pick up any number of cool things. Sweaters, T-shirts. Well, we have... Uh, like uh, we have this uh, artist named Mario uh, Delgado who does uh, all sorts of really cool artwork for our show for our posters. Right, I'm sure if you listen our to the wonderful show, posters that yeah. you've seen everywhere, you've seen them everywhere. And if you've seen them everywhere, then you can get that artwork on sweaters, shirts. Uh, what about out of case? the norm items? Weird stuff. Uh, pajama pants. What if leggings. I want his art while I'm in the shower? You can get a shower curtain. You're kidding. With our logo if, on your shower curtain. What if I want to go to sleep? with your head exploding right next to my right face. Next to your fa- well, guess what? We got pillows, too. We got pillows. Oh, oh, my oh God. man. We have bed sheets. We have nighttime show bed sheets and blankets. I what mean, are we doing here? So why are we here? ordering we, right now? We should be we ordering could, right people now. People could basically sleep with you and your pug jelly donut. If you want to sleep with me, you can right now. Go to the nighttimeshow.threadless.com and go and we'll, I'll, I'll sleep with you. We're going to jump to 1992. 1992 <laughs> uh, and 93. You right. were in, uh, on, in 92, you were in the sequel television show uh-huh. to the Golden Girls, the Golden Palace. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. With the with the cat, they brought the the some a of bunch back. some of the cast yeah. back. Wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That that must have been an interesting set to be around these the, the, these ladies that already had their own thing going. Did you know Betty White or any of these people uh, prior I, to? I, doing no, that? I didn't know them. Uh, I you know uh, I just remember that show. I was I was just sort of. Uh, a uh, male hooker, you know, or, or some. I was this guy <laughs> sure, who, yeah. who, and uh, I, I just remember there was one scene in which I had to walk into the kitchen in a speedo, and uh, <laughs> I'd love to find that somewhere because I don't look the same now in a speedo as I did <laughs> when I did. Uh, we'll then. find it for you. Yeah, please, thank you. Uh, Maybe you'll start signing speedos at convention. Uh, that would be yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, and I and I did um, a show with uh, Betty. Uh, Years ago, well, not mm-hmm. what was the new one that she did? Uh, 
something in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not hot in Cincinnati, but something Cleveland. like that. Cle- hot hot in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Cincinnati, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland, yeah. who knows where they it's are. It's all Ohio. Uh, and, um, and the first thing she said to me is, oh, boy, you were great when we worked together. And I'm going, how did she remember me? Yeah. Oh, a guest star. And it must have been because of the Speedo, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most likely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, she was uh, charming and wonderful. And I... Finally got my picture taken with her, which is up on my bulletin board. Awesome. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love Betty White. Uh, yeah. The yeah. following year, you were in Weekend at Bernie's 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've done a lot of 2s and 3s. <laughs> you have. Yeah, you life, did Parent you know? Track 2 and 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've done a lot. You've done a lot of 2s and 3s. I have done a lot of 2s. You're like, when it fails with other people, bring me in. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. You come in. <laughs> you replace Peter You liven Scalari? it up. Yeah. I liven it up. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, and I make half of the salary that the original person <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, yeah, Scorpion King six or something. Oh I did. Yeah. my yeah. god, yeah, five or something. Yeah. Well, it? then Spy Hard. You did. You were in Spy Hard. And wait, were you really in Scorpion King six? Yeah, it was. That's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I did it because we shot it in Romania, and it was a, oh, a nice. wonderful you know month and a half or two oh, months yeah. in, in a you know. Now, in a did you get country. to tour Romania a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, I went to oh. you know. That's went cool. to a lot of That's the awesome. castles and like things. Like Castle, the yeah. uh, Vlad the Impaler. Sure, or sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that so that yeah. must have cool. been fun. Yeah, he'll be it, biting it your was, neck later, Mike. It was great. It <laughs> was when great. We, when we had, what's his, uh, Adrian, uh, Adrian Paul? Yeah. Adrian Paul on the show. Uh-huh. Do you know uh, the Highlander? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, the, he does a thing where he, he does like Highlander fantasy cam. Yeah. He's out there. Like, basically. You can it's, pay him like thousands of dollars and he'll take you to a castle in the middle of like Romania and he'll teach you how to how to sword fight. And you're like, you, and then they you film can, the sword fight film with you with a full crew shooting you fight. So him you get a video of you sword practice fight. of yeah. you fighting. I, see, I thought I, I, I thought I was a horse selling my underwear. <laughs> He's out there fighting people on a fucking hill. All right. You're fine. How can I use that? How can I sell all Um, the underwear? Rocky Horror Fantasy Camp. I think. How crazy would that get? Denton. Yeah. Yeah. Denton, Texas. I'll go to Denton, Texas. (laughs) We'll set up a billboard, like, you know, and then I'll have my pictures taken in front of it and (laughs) show people how to drop wedding rings. uh, There we go. There you go. Uh, Spy Hard, you were in with Leslie Nielsen. Was yes. that uh, what was that? Uh, he never knew. He never learned my name. <laughs> it was <laughs> oh always oh, it was wow. always Terry. Come over here, Terry. <laughs> no, oh my God! Yeah, That's no, funny. Terry. I was he. He was he was great. I I I I'm such a big fan of his, and uh, I I wanted to be him uh, after he died, and I and I haven't become him yet. I will. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah, There's still time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's. Uh, but yeah. no, he. You know, he's just so dry and wonderful, and. Actually, and if they did a remake of Police Squad now, you you'd should be, be the perfect. You'd be perfect. Yeah, you would be perfect. Oh, I for that. thought you were going to sure. go with the dry line. He oh, would yeah. be very dry now. Yeah. Oh God, that's horrible. I, I would <laughs> show you, shows you why I why I was picked for Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, you would be fantastic. Oh, you'd be great for I Frank Drebin. Yeah. 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 yeah, No, I love that because oh, yeah. he's just just so tongue in cheek and so. Simple. Well, then, yeah. I mean, getting a chance to work on uh, something like that, and then going right from that, basically right over to Spin City. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. did, and you did 145 episodes of Spin City. It's a long time. You were on that show the the whole run of it. Oh, six yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. A great show. By the way, yeah. I didn't yeah. watch it when it was on because it was just 
at a time in my life where like it was on, I was in college, I think, and then I just yeah. didn't have time to watch it. But I've watched every episode now in reruns. That really? show was fantastic. It yeah. was a good show. Wasn't it's an amazing it? Really show. good. Like I didn't realize what I was missing out on at the time. And the cast, you had so many good people on that show. Yeah. The, in just like small role, like Jennifer Esposito yeah. is just sort of on it for a year or two as a yeah. secretary. And then she goes on to do a lot of big movie stuff. I was like, just finding really good talent that's in there all throughout the show. Is, Michael it's J. A fun Fox, watch. Charlie Sheen, Heather Locklear, Richard Kind. Richard Kind, uh, of course. Is Michael yeah. Boatman. I mean, Connie Britton. And there's, I mean, it was... It's like a this who's is who, who of a Whatever yeah. happened to Connie Britton? Yeah. That's <laughs> what I want to know. know, you know. <laughs> With Nashville and all her stuff. Well, yeah, the yeah, dialogue yeah. was so snappy. It was it, that, that it was. you know, His Girl Friday type just yeah. banter that was so great. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Gary Gary Goldberg, who did that, also did Family Ties, and, you know, uh, the guy's a, you know, and, an uh, incredible writer. The Spin Doctors did the theme song for one season. Did they? Re- what? Oh, and it was did Bill Lawrence, too. Yeah, Bill, Bill Lawrence. Bill mm-hmm. Lawrence. That yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of his first shows, if not Scrubs. his first yeah. show, you know. Yeah. And yeah, he's, uh, a, he, he's amazing. I'm a big Bill Lawrence fan. As you should be. Yeah. He's, he's great. I mean, he, he yeah. was the one that brought in all the sort of fantasy moments in it, you know, where Mike would have a little uh, a little angel on his shoulder, you know, <laughs> yeah. talking to him and this and that. Yeah. You know. That he, was in the one with Heidi Klum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I remember yes. well. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, because that was the episode where uh, the, the angel told him not to go home with Heidi Klum and the devil was telling him, go, you got to go. It's Heidi Klum. You got to go. So. You go yeah. home with and, Heidi and, Klum. And who won that argument? Uh, I think the devil won because that led to the fight with him and Connie Britton. Oh, yeah. I see. He see, he really has watched every single I can episode. See that, my God. <laughs> yeah. He really does. He really knows. And really. it was now that's a show where you pulled off an amazing trick, uh, which I had only seen successfully done before in Bewitched, basically, where you oh. replace the lead with another lead, and the show was still good because yeah. most of the times when that happens. It's like the show just falls off a cliff and it's not any good anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, you know, Michael had his health issues and mm-hmm. then you brought in Charlie Sheen to replace him. And it was still a good show, which was yeah. kind of surprising. I think it's because they were a lot of it had to do with the fact they were so different in personalities, yeah. you know. And yeah. so there wasn't going to be that kind of comparison to mm-hmm. Mike. You know, Mike was a very physical, very, you know. Uh, eccentric kind of uh, you know squirrely kind of guy who mm-hmm. was always moving and this and that and uh, you know and Charlie was just sort of uh, cool you know? yeah Charlie yeah. was cool yeah. and you, uh, you, if you're gonna replace you're, if you're gonna replace your lead actor with another actor it yeah. gotta, gotta be, be the opposite it's gotta yeah. be something else because when they did Charlie Sheen to uh, to what's his Ashton face Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher it didn't work because yeah. they're right. both cool guys yeah and it's the same yeah. thing on uh, on. Family Matters, they mm-hmm. replaced the mom on Family Matters for the last season with a different woman playing mm-hmm. the mom. Uh, and they were like, well, why didn't it last after she left? You're like, well, because you guys did it didn't work. fucking it's seven just, years yeah, with weird. one lady. Yeah. And then yeah. we're suddenly supposed to believe it's a different lady. It's like, you got to get some. You got to make it a different yeah. character. Yeah, a different yeah. character. Yeah. 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 And they really, I mean, you guys really did a great job. And Charlie Sheen was super funny on that show. And Yeah. Well, with the him and Heather Locklear. Were, were great at that because you brought in Heather uh-huh. like yeah. the last season with Michael and what was it like yeah. uh, what was the differences between working with uh, those two actors like um, well Mike Michael was uh, our executive producer mm-hmm. so he was there you know 
watching out for the whole show, you know, making sure that it that it really scanned and every, you know, and that it worked as a, as a whole show, and 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 we were always afraid that if we didn't get our laughs or we were screwing up in some way, we'd be fired on the spot, wow. you know. So um, particularly in oh, in the first season, you know, mm-hmm. I jest about the other seasons, but the first season, I think all of us were were on pins and needles coming into the second season because you know it's politics you know yeah, I, I could sure. have been shot or i could oh, have yeah. been uh, you know i could have been displaced in some way and obviously everybody in the office was uh, expendable yeah. and um uh and then when charlie came in he was just part of the ensemble you know mm-hmm. even though he was making a shitload of money <laughs> um uh he was yeah. he was so he and this was the first sitcom he'd ever done so mm-hmm. he had a lot to learn and he was open to it and he walked into uh, an environment i think in which all of us were pretty settled in who we were and how we do it and uh so we were very supportive of, of him, and um, he was, um, I think his only problem was, uh, was that Mike uh, didn't leave the show uh, quick enough. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, we, he, we ended this season with Mike, and then we started the next season with Mike still there, yeah. you know. And then uh, later on he came back. And he came back, yeah. and then he came back again, and I think Charlie was going, oh, God, I love Mike, and I love mm-hmm. the fact that that you know it's his show and this and that. But let let me take the reins, you know. Yeah, and, like doing yeah. the love triangle with him and with Mike and Charlie and Heather Locklear on the show. Yeah, where they sort of were both trying to go after the same girl, and it was kind of a weird. Oh, was it moment of the show as as a fan for me? Yeah, fan. yeah. Well, but but uh, I think once once Mike w- was. Um, confident that the show was going to stand on its mm-hmm. own you know and and he left uh, uh i think the show took off again yeah uh, i think it it had a nice little resurgence there yeah now how much were you cognizant of his medical problems like how early on did you know that he was had that he had parkinson's well, we, and there were no we didn't know until he till he actually brought us into his dressing room you know halfway mm-hmm. through that last season and said uh, what his issues were and we knew that he that some of the things some of his um, physical uh, abilities w- was diminishing. You know, he he we we were doing a scene in Central Park where he had to um, we had to skate. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know if it was a skateboard or something where he had to skate up a ramp and 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 end up in the seal pond. <laughs> and uh, and I just remember him. Um, uh, getting up towards the end of the ramp and falling and hurting himself a little bit and and was really upset because mm-hmm. he couldn't do sing things that he had been able to do before yeah. you sure, know yeah. and um and and as that season went on his um they started pulling back on all of the physical things for him and um uh, i i uh, uh you know i but it was still effective. I mean, it, but it it just it. We we were incredibly upset, you mm-hmm. know, when he when of course he, when yeah he, I, can, I can imagine it's of course you know so um, um, when uh, when Charlie kind of came in and became yeah. the guy that you were working with on a pretty daily basis. Uh huh. 
and you're just around you're just spending time with Charlie Sheen. Right. What what what's this what's a, what was this guy like to spend what was time the, with? Oh, he was great. I mean, and he was on the Zone diet. You know, remember the Zone oh, yeah. diet where they oh, would yeah. deliver they would yeah. deliver this food to you yeah. three times a day or something. He was on the Zone diet. He was doing yoga every day. He was in great shape. He was uh, You got the clean era Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, he was very generous with his mm-hmm. time and he was always buying us gifts. You know, um, oh, wow. yeah, he was uh, he was great. I love Charlie. And mm-hmm. um, do you see him at all anymore? Or? No, yeah. no, no, I don't. I, 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 <laughs> don't run in those circles. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I went to his wedding, yeah. w- mm-hmm. w- one of his weddings. Which one? <laughs> w- w- the one <laughs> Denise. Denise. Yeah. I went to the yeah. Denise wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I I remember saying to him or somebody, I said. I'm not going to buy him a wedding gift until uh, the wedding, and until the, <laughs> the marriage lasts five years, and five then years. I'll then spend the money. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> I don't trust uh, yeah. weddings. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, you've had a successful marriage, which is a rarity in Hollywood because you've been married for. Ask my wife about that. Twenty-five years. Uh, Twenty-five years. My We've been together God. twenty-seven. Yeah. Twenty-five years. Yeah. In this what? town. In, what's in so this important? town. That's, in, uh, it's in like LA, seven that's times. Like, yeah, that's like a hundred years. Yeah, in, in this town. Well, but my first marriage was only two years or something. You know, mm-hmm. but so, but that the starter marriage. Yeah, that was my <laughs> yeah, that was pre- that was the marriage <laughs> yeah. that I had to do uh, when I was forty, so people didn't think I was gay. <laughs> sure, <laughs> rehearsal know? marriage. Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> and that sure, re- that's what we, that's the thing that we do, <laughs> and that's what we. Yeah, and I really tricked them, didn't I? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah, but, I'm about four years behind. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in big trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, no, I'm my first wife, Stacy Nelkin, who was a talented actress and wonderful human being. Uh, that last a couple of years and then um, and then we as we all do take three or four years off uh, you know from marriage and then we uh, <laughs> find it again you know mm-hmm. and I found it with a, a lovely lady who hates Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> is she in the industry at no, all? no no she's a designer she designs jewelry and has a sh- has, she has a store in Agoura Hills at Mix It Mix It mm-hmm. uh, and um She's um, she's cool. talented, and she's raised our two children brilliantly. My son Brian is uh, 23, and he's uh, just transferred to UCLA uh, mm-hmm. uh, this year. Yeah, this year, well, mm-hmm. this week started in his junior year, and he's in the physics department. And oh, great! And he does. Um, he's in the. Uh, accelerated I don't know he's a smart kid he, he I, I talked to him last night because he's still living at home as most <laughs> students are sure yeah. uh, you know and I goes I go well, well what did you do yesterday in class he goes you know I don't know if I can tell you you know and your <laughs> mom and, and mom because you don't understand what I do and it's like such a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> and I go yeah I but help. but we're just proud of you we're proud that you know this stuff and we don't and you don't have to explain I, the minutia of it I, I understand <laughs> his pain because I've had those conversations with my dad because uh, I did I studied uh, mechanical engineering at Carnegie Mellon where I went oh. to college and uh, like I'd come home for summer or whatever and he's like okay so explain to me the internet and I was like, okay, yeah. uh, all right, I don't even know where to begin. He didn't know how to turn on a computer. Like, it was because my dad yeah. was a lot older. Yeah. Uh, my dad was born in 1922. So, like, this is a completely different oh. generation. Uh-huh. So, I, uh, I would go home and I'd try to explain to him, like, how email worked, or like he'd ask something about something that's in the news. And yeah. you'd, 
it's like an hour later i'm drawing charts and diagrams of things and oh, i'm like yeah. okay and that's the basics now we can get to your actual question you know it's like <laughs> right, yeah. the background you need Hilarious. to know to answer the question yeah, yeah. well my, my my son in his room has a huge chalkboard that takes up a whole wall because mm-hmm. uh, he does equations and stuff sure. you know yeah. oh, I, wow and the other night i was asking him about something i forget and he goes sit down <laughs> and he went up to the bulletin board. He went up to the chalkboard, and he started drawing all this stuff on the chalkboard. And I, I basically sort of glazed over about five minutes <laughs> sure. into it. And, and he just yeah. put the chalk down and said, you can leave now. Okay. Oh well, God. one thing I will recommend, oh, if you have a chance, Richard Feynman had some lectures that he did for lay people on physics. Oh. You can pick those up online. Okay. You'll spend four hours, and he'll teach you the basics of physics, and that right. might help you break into that a little more I, I, with your son. I, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't care. I, you know, let it's, him do it. It's, you know, it's, it's, I love it for him. I love, and, and my daughter, who's a junior at a college in Colorado, she's oh, yeah. uh, in biology and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, do, and she's again in sciences and math and uh, I have no idea what she's studying. <laughs> I, got, I got my mom yeah. a, uh, for her birthday this year. I got her the Alexa. To, uh-huh. to put in her yeah. in her kitchen so she can ask it to do things and oh, yeah. sing to her and things. I and she <laughs> she calls me up. She goes, Steven, I, I can't get it to work. It's not working. I go, all right, we'll try it. I'll be on the phone with you. I'll hear you do it. She goes, okay, Alexis, <laughs> play music. And just nothing. I go, Mom, that's not the name. What's the name? She goes, Alice. I go, no, what's the name? Alberta. Goes, Alberta. Alicia, play a song. Oh, that's funny. Did she yeah. ever pick it up finally? I mean, she yeah. finally got. I made her write in a sharpie on it, Alexa. Oh, that's funny. So she knows the name of the thing, because oh. she just thinks that she can just say any name and it'll just it'll just do it. It's really creepy, isn't it? I mean, it it's, it's really is, for lonely people, isn't it? Well, it's pretty creepy. I have one in my office, and uh-huh. I go on a pretty regular basis. Like, I'll forget that it's there for like a week, uh-huh. and then I'll be sitting and I'll be humming. Uh, oh, the Wells Fargo wagon is come and and I'll go. You know what, Alexa, play the entire musical, The Music Man, and it'll start from the first song and play the entire musical. Oh my god! And I'm ju- and then I'm, my girlfriend will walk in and be like, "What the fuck is that? Yeah. What are you listening to?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Pick a little talk a little. Where is it? Pick a little talk a little. Get the fuck out of here! All right, I'm listening to some Music Man." Um. Okay, oh, we uh, we got a couple a, a couple more questions, and then we're and then we're done. We're we're then you're out of here. Then you're out of here. Um, I'm having a good time. Well, I don't need to good. leave. Well, we we <laughs> lo- we love having you here. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about Incredibles mm-hmm. two, which Incredibles just two. which just came out. Yeah. Um, another sequel. Another sequel. Another I play sequel. a mayor. I'm the mayor in that. I don't even have a name. I'm the <laughs> mayor. The mayor. <laughs> the mayor. I got six lines or seven uh-huh. lines. The people who go see it goes. Was that Barry? I, I think that was Barry's voice. You know? <laughs> I love that. And um, I'm just praying that I get pre- that I get some residuals. Off oh, of that. you will. I will. Yes, that, you that will. was a huge. 100%. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the credits. You know, I my name's in the. Does that mean I get some residuals? That movie <laughs> made like a billion dollars. The things yeah. make yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, you think yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. a little You're bit make of that? A ton of money. You should get some. I will. Especially get a check. because it came out at a perfect time. It came yeah. out. 
where in the in the theater just came out about a month ago. Yeah, which means it'll be released on DVD at just around for Christmas, 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 which means everyone will buy the yep. the shit out of it for Christmas. Yeah. So I mean, it, th- these days residuals for those kind of movies are pretty fantastic. So it'll get my kids through college, maybe. It'll, just, it'll do something. It'll oh. do something for sure. It'll yeah. help. Wow. Okay. Well, do you get residuals for for Rocky and stuff? No, get nothing. Well, I get a little bit off a of soundtrack uh, that mm-hmm. from Australia or something, but you know, it's 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 nothing. We get yeah. we didn't get any uh, uh, anything from the movie. We didn't get anything from you know from the toys and the all the stuff. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So that's why I feel uh, no pain in terms of me selling my underwear. <laughs> oh, no. as, uh, yeah. Well, as you, you should. shouldn't. Because yeah. people, the thing is too that fans know that. Like they know that it was not, it, they did not plan Rocky Horror Picture Show like it was going to be a multi, <laughs> no. yeah. you know, billion dollar a thing. thing. Yeah. They made it as a, this is a fun, weird indie movie that ended yeah. up getting a massive, massive cult following. So yeah. your fans know that already. So when they come and see you at conventions, yeah. they'll pay whatever the fuck for whatever you have. Like they are really? absolutely, absolutely, whatever you can have. So stuff underwear pillows. I'm, I'm, making, I'm, I'm making. Uh, I'm making uh, time warp records now. Uh, my wife is not happy about this either. Um, <laughs> I, I'm down in the garage getting. Mm-hmm. I have albums, you know, regular vinyl yeah, albums, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm and I have a blowtorch, and I'm and it's dripping. You know, it's becoming like uh, warped. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. and and then I I'm gonna make them into clocks, and oh, I'm yeah. gonna sell time oh, warp cool. clocks. You think that's what we're gonna? That is that awesome. would be great. Yeah, and yeah, I also man. and I also have um, uh, I'm getting a collection of you know uh, Rocky Hard. There was uh, a, an album, a vinyl album with pictures of Tim on it, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the pictorial one or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty expensive these days because they were a limited edition. Well, I'm. Buying everyone I can find, uh, you know, on the internet, and then making those into clocks too. Um, oh, wow. So, uh, it, um, I'm getting. Yeah, I think. All, do you have all any other ideas? <laughs> well, I, man, oh man, do we? Yeah, hundred really, percent. This is the Shark Tank I, podcast. But, for but Rocky you know what? It, it's because I I'm, I have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Because I really love it. You well, know, the, the well, it's outfits, like you make stuff. All I make the time. stuff all the time and sell yeah. stuff all the time. What do, you, what do you make? I uh, I I once the bops. Did those yeah, pins many years just recently. Yeah. Well, many years ago, I went to Bob's Big Boy uh, uh-huh. in Burbank and I got food poisoning at Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> and you're selling and that? No. Yes. And so what I did was. I had a Bob's Big Boy like toy that they sell the bank you know with yeah, the yeah. burger yeah. Uh-huh. and so I uh, I was like well fuck this place I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna take some paint and I'm gonna turn this little Bob's Big Boy thing into like a monster and uh-huh. like put some clay on it and build it up make it real creepy yeah and uh, and then uh, instead of doing that I tore the burger off and uh-huh. I tore his head off and I replaced it <laughs> so he has a burger for a head and he's holding a bloody yeah. Bob's Big Boy head and I sold it for five Five hundred dollars. No. Yep. And because of that, I went back to Bob's Big Boy and bought like every bank, like literally thirty of these <laughs> banks from them at full price. I, I spent yep. like a ton of money, yeah. bought all the banks, and then one at a time, I've I've turned them into monsters. And now they sell. I've I've sold some for like about a hundred bucks. I've yeah. sold some for a little more than that. And um and yeah, it's made. I mean, like I have. I just put one out today on eBay, and uh, someone will buy it. We'll like, have but, it at our booth at LA Comic Con. Yeah, and at LA Comic Con when we do LA Comic Con, we'll have you know I'll have like a bunch of little of these figures and stuff that we'll have for sale. Want to buy? Want to 
to buy a whole bunch of my Time Warp albums. <laughs> I'll tell you something so that you should do, and I, yeah. I will I will make I will make this connection. I will reach out to your agent, and I okay. will get them hooked up with this. There is a company called Rockin' Pins. They Rockin do Pins. Um, uh, like Led oh, yeah. Zeppelin and Metallica and all these amazing bands. They do. Uh, enamel pins, which everyone right now is into these enamel pins, uh-huh. which people sell for like about ten bucks a piece. Yeah, and uh, we did uh, two uh, two pins, uh, one of our podcast logo, uh-huh. and one of me as a as as Bob's big boy holding a donut uh-huh. on a plate. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And we we've sold them uh, we've sold them for like you know eight to ten bucks a piece mm-hmm. at our shows, and we we mm-hmm. sell them out. So if you and they're they're a good price to yeah, get have some to get pin made. Ideas. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. We to do a, a Brad, to do a Brad pin, <laughs> yeah. or do you don't have to get the permission from anyone. You no, just I don't. do it, and then it's yours to have at your table well, to, to sell. Yeah. Well, you know, originally, I years ago when I started doing these conventions, I made uh, jewelry. I made mm-hmm. these little uh, uh, sort of discs uh, that said "asshole" on them, and you know, "slut," and uh, yeah. "don't dream it, be it." Because I'm a potter. I, I'm a ceramicist as an application, oh, wow. and so I had my kilns and everything. Thing. And I would make these little, uh, they, you know, bottle cappy size things, you know, oh, and I yeah. would yeah. sell them for 10, 15 bucks or something. And I sold, I, I sold them all out pretty much after three or four shows and I never made any more of them, but I probably should. But that started mm-hmm. me on... Um, uh, how many ways can I rape my fans? <laughs> oh, you hilarious. Know, you know, I mean, uh, I, 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 uh, but I would sign the back of them. So, you know, yeah. it wasn't like they were getting nothing, you know. Yeah. No, but, yeah. you know, They're fans, happy to have it, though. They want to yeah. have a piece of something. You know, they want to have a piece of the history of their, yeah. of the thing that it's they're a fan of. It's something unique as well. It's not a thing that's like some mass market product that they pick up at a toy store. No. They're buying it from you, something that you made with your hand yeah, no, yeah. it's a story they yeah. get to have for the rest of their lives but you, know, you see and that's really what all that sort of fan stuff is about for right. me and when i do these conventions or yeah. whatever you know it's not about what i'm selling them it's about how i engage with them and how we talk it's and that I, connection you know, yeah it's a connection totally I mean, they're, they're not buying my autograph on my picture it'd be, it'd be you know uh, because I'm not one of those guys that has huge long lines. I have mm-hmm. this sort of drip, drip, drip thing that goes on all day, you know, sure. because it gives me time to talk to people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, as opposed yeah. to, uh, I don't know, other sort of performers who have 100 people out there and all they get, they, they get a picture shoved in front of them and they sign them and go, thanks, you know. That's th- probably thanks, you know. like William Shatner or something. Oh, Shatner, yeah, yeah. yeah. But right. uh, Shatner, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Still doing it. Shatner it just yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah, does he? he actually has someone else sign it for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just as a stamp that yeah. he stamps it yeah. with. Yeah. Well, no, Shatner's, he's, he's okay. I mean, I like him. We, we, I'm sure, we're I'm, we're I'm, huge yeah. fans of William Shatner, but we have many William Shatner stories about yeah. how he's not run-ins. the best person to be around. <laughs> like, you've got yeah. some good stories. I've, got but, some, I've yeah. had some run-ins. And tell tell yeah. just the one about your mom. Uh, well, Because uh, that's the, the best. The, the, the autograph one, or the picture one. Yeah. Well, I, I tried to get a I tried to get a picture with him at one point. Because you were at when, Paramount. Well, I was at Paramount shooting on his stage, on his old Star Trek stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Can I get a picture with you, Mr. Shatter? I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I mean, a huge Star Trek fan. It's such an honor to meet you. And we're shooting on your stage. Can I get a picture?" And he said, uh, "No, meeting me's enough." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, about three months later, my mom that. and me were at a uh, like a. 
this you know a horse show yeah. thing at the equestrian center yeah. and he was the uh, the host yeah. on stage yeah. my mom was so excited she's a big Star Trek fan so at the end of the, the thing <laughs> she, we go outside and he's sitting in his car his car's running and he's just texting on his phone and, and, I, and my mom goes do you mind if I, if I go over and say something I go sure so she walks up to him and she goes Mr. Shatner I just wanted to let you know I think you did a really great job on the show tonight and, and I've always been a really big Fan. And as she's saying this, he goes, uh-huh, takes his foot off the brake and rolls away. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I thought he was going to roll the window up. Nope. <laughs> <but> just <laughs> drove off slowly while she's standing there still talking. It was... Oh, that's great. Yeah. It was that, great. But, by the way, but like Nimoy, yeah. I met Leonard but Nimoy. Wait, those stories are worth way more than an autograph or a photo. Oh, oh, well, that's the reason. Yeah. What I'm saying is I met Leonard Nimoy yeah. backstage at the Jewish Community Center in La Jolla, California. <laughs> And this is the and second Jewish community center mentioned. Yeah, there's a lot of Jewish community centers <laughs> happening. And when I, and I met him, and I said, "Oh, I'm such a, a big fan of your work." And he said, "That's so sweet. Thank you so much for being so kind." We talked for about two minutes, and that was the end of it. And that yeah. I've told that story maybe like four times. I've yeah. told the Shatner story like fifty five times. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like sometimes the bad story is way better. Can, is I, way can I tell a quick Nimoy story? Oh my God, please. We. I was booked to do a an Aleve commercial with Leonard Nimoy in it. And, oh my god! And it was they couldn't get the rights to do it, but the tag at the commercial was going to be Aleve Long and Prosper, oh. and it's oh, him giving yeah. a lecture to a bunch of sci-fi fans, and me and some other guys are made up to look real like Star Trekky, mm-hmm. and they have to do they have to change the setup, so it's a half hour of just Leonard Nimoy standing at a lectern. And a whole audience just sitting there dying to ask him questions. Uh, finally, he goes, does anyone have any questions? And this, <laughs> this kid immediately shoots his hand up and he, uh, and the kid, in the video game, blah, 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 and goes on for a five-minute <laughs> block of just the intricacies of this game and the voiceover that Leonard it's, Nimoy it's did. It's probably the stuff. Star Trek 1980s No, it was something action. Like, it was about a fish. Yeah. The video game was, uh, you played a fish okay. in the game. I oh, Seaman. remember. And, uh, so, you know way too much over there. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the worst, by the I way. Am. The best and the worst. Yeah. I am. So Leonard <laughs> Nimoy listens to the whole thing, and uh, he goes... Uh, finally wraps up the question. Leonard Nimoy pauses for a moment and goes, yes. <laughs> That's it. Are there any other questions? No one had anything else. God bless him. I love it. Um, uh, okay, qu- la- last, uh, my last question for you. If you guys have questions, you can ask them. But this is, this is my last question okay. for you. Is there something in your career that you have not done yet that you've wanted to do? Is there something that you would like to do that you have not gotten to do yet? Maybe mm. yeah, like whether it's on Broadway or it's a movie or TV. Is there a part you've wanted to play that you haven't gotten to play? You know, I don't. I never can answer that question because I, 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 I don't. I, this sounds really stupid, but I don't really live much in the future. I don't. I try to live as much as I can right now, and what's offered or what's you know, available at the moment. And I don't have the kind of focus that tries to create, you know, that kind of a life for myself. Or, sure. you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want to play Hamlet. I don't want to go on stage really again. Um, and I, um, uh, well, no, okay. 
All right. I'm working on a show. We, we just got finished writing a show called Oscar, based on Oscar Hammerstein. And it's like oh. a one-man, two-man show mm-hmm. where I would play Oscar Hammerstein. And uh, we, we don't have a place for it yet. We just finished it. And we're, um, uh, we're uh, now looking to figure out where we should read it first or do something with it. And it's called Oscar. And you'll probably see it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... I, I, I wanted to do a one-man show, something that I could, you know, do like a Hal Holbrook thing where he goes out and of does, course. Yeah. Yeah. you know, so in between jobs, I can go out, uh, you know, to your community theater and play, uh, <laughs> yes. play Oscar Hammerstein, you know, I love um, that, yeah. and because um, and there's music involved and, and, and a lot of... Um, and so I'm, um, I, we're working on this. Um, uh, the, the writer is going to be going to uh, Hammerstein Farm in Pennsylvania. It's, it, it's a bed and breakfast now, the, his house. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to be closing it soon. And so he's going to go there and just hang out. And, um, and I said to him yesterday, I said, well, we should do a reading uh, of Oscar yeah. in Oscar's study, you know, on the farm. You know, and get the Bucks County Playhouse or somebody you know locally there to use it as a as a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're looking forward to doing, either there or do it somewhere. Um, I, I sent it to Wallace Annenberg out here uh, in Beverly Hills, the theater there, and they're t- talking about how we can do at least a staged reading of it there for their audience. Um, and um, it's it's a really interesting piece. It's um, Basically, him and and a piano player who plays all the other characters in his life. You know the the writers and this and that. And uh, it's it's well conceived, and we've been working on it for about three years. And I'll probably mm-hmm. end up doing it somewhere, unless I lose my mind and memory. <laughs> I'm, I'm already thinking about how the hell am I going to remember 38 pages of uh, single space dialogue? You know, um, and I'm thinking, well, there's those earbuds you can put in. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then and then, then the stage manager off stage is gonna uh, stay one line ahead of me, you know, and oh, g- give me all the Brando. lines. I've done that Brando once. Brando did yeah. that. Have you? Yeah. I but did. I did a. I did a play called. Uh, uh, shit. What was it called? Uh, it's, it's called a Great a, Title. A <laughs> Damn it! It was the show about. No wonder you couldn't remember the, the lines. Cheese, the, title. the cheese. There was cheese, and they were trying to. Get mouse the trap? Oh God, no! Don't move my cheese. Oh, no, uh, cut the cheese. Damn it, guys! It was a musical <laughs> about cheese. It was about a guy who who Obsessed goes to cheesecake. he goes to uh, uh, Europe to start a war. Uh huh. Um, and it has to do with cheese. The ba- uh, the let the drums roll out. Uh, strike up the band. That's strike what it was up. called. Yeah. Strike up the band. Was yeah, that's, that's my favorite kind of cheese. Yeah. Uh, all right. What does that have to do with cheese? I don't know. It was about cheese. It was about them going to war over cheese. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible show. the beatnik era. Damn it, Matt. Damn it, Mike. Well, I didn't. I couldn't. I got dropped into this role at the last minute, so they put an earbud in my ear, and and then the stage manager was going to read to read the lines to me. If I screwed up the lines, he would read them out loud right. to me. Um, but they did not have good technology. So every time he'd press the button for the, to, to make it, it would go in my ear. Okay? <laughs> and then at the last minute, the stage manager uh, got food poisoning. And so another stage manager had to come in to handle it. And that stage manager had a fucking stutter. 
<laughs> and that is not a joke. That's not made up. And so this guy, so I, my, I had a line, and my line was something like, well, let's uh, get all the tanks and get them moved out. And so I said, let's get all the... Let's let's get what should we get? And I hear <laughs> in my ear, and then get the 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 well, you know, you know, tell me, tell me why you think Rocky Horror became what it became after 44 years. I, I mean, personally, I think it like it is a, a way for young people th- like the way that I went to it, because I would go to the to the Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show at the La Paloma Theater in, in Encinitas. I met a girl there that we we dated for a while. It was the only place where young people that were like kind of odd or were like gothy yeah. or weird, mm-hmm. anyone that was an outcast from a very boring town would all go to this weird theater. It happened in Cleveland, yeah. Ohio too. And when yeah. I went to see it in Cleveland, all the, like Cleveland, great, great town. Everyone's, you know, has, you know, normal people there. But then all the weirdos in Cleveland would go out to this theater and that's where you would meet friends. Yeah. You'd, you'd, yeah. uh, it was like commiserate. It was the same yeah, it was like a safe haven. Yeah. 100%. I think if the internet had existed, I don't think it would have become what it did because yeah, now totally right. weirdos collect in places online. You know, they're like on Reddit or oh, whatever, right? But I yeah. think right. this was an outlet for, for people who were to go out and meet other people who were into the same weird stuff they were instead of just like the two people they might happen to go to school with yeah now they could go and there's a theater full of people that have the and same interest dress up and get on yeah. costume and it's and sexy and it's fun and oh it's yeah like yeah and it's but, a great very, it's a great time like yeah like i would much rather have my kid going there than you know going like out and getting drugs or some something yeah. like that you know it's like mm-hmm. that would be how about if they got drugs and then went there? That's fine. <laughs> I think that's because yeah. they're in a pretty safe group. I feel like you know. No, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I think there and there was also something kind of sexy about it too. That the yeah. that when you you'd watch these people perform it on stage with yeah. the movie happening, mm-hmm. it was for a lot of people. The people who were doing Rocky Horror Picture Show at the La Paloma in San Diego in 1997. A lot of them are still going to yeah. the to the La Paloma today, yeah. Yeah. this Saturday, and they will go and watch the show. Yeah. They will put on their costumes and they will go and meet people that they've never met before or yeah. that they're that they're old friends with. And yeah. I think there's so much camaraderie around it. And knowing, uh, be, being someone who knows all the jokes to say during it, yeah, it, there's there's really something about it that way. Oh and, yeah, and the virgin ceremony is it's fun to watch oh, people yeah. that have that have just never been to anything like it, and oh, you yeah. can tell. That they've never been to anything even remotely like. I this. took my grandparents to <laughs> to the new art when they were still alive. Oh, I took them wow. to the new art to the to watch the show at midnight. Uh-huh. My seventy something, yeah. eighty year old grandparents. The new art still does it strong. Loved it. every weekend. You know, yeah, they're yeah. still. Did doing they go up on stage and were they virgins? Uh, they were, and I think they let them stay in their <laughs> stay in the audience. But but they really enjoyed it, and uh-huh. there was and and the thing about it, I think that really works is the music 
music in Rocky Horror Picture Show is fucking great. Yeah, it, it is yes. great. Yeah. The performances yeah. are great. You're great in it. Richard O'Brien is amazing. His voice is incredible in yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. then getting to see Meatloaf play that part and I mean, Tim every, Curry, of course. And then and it that. gets yeah. what I love about it too is that it like you guys did this really smart thing. That that movie does a really smart thing where it sets a very normal tone at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. You feel like you are in in the world, and then yeah. suddenly you're you're in the world and you're in trouble. So you're in a weird kind of place, but you're still in the world. And then before you know it you're in some fucking bizarro play (laughs) and it's like you're taking these normal people in this normal world and like crushing it in on itself until you know you know originally they wanted to do the opening in black and white you knew that right i did not know oh yeah and then and then it turned and then it would turn to color color, uh, once uh frankenfurter you know makes his entrance like a wizard of oz Oz. yeah 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 yeah. but but they they couldn't uh, afford it i i i I don't you know it just was too expensive i think it's so funny because now that would be like Uh, that and ten dollars and you just do it on your computer you just do it digitally now that and i think that uh Fox was uh, a, a little nervous. Well, they were nervous about the show as anyway. I mean, they almost pulled sure. the plug a couple of weeks before we... I think we showed up in London to do the pre-record and the rehearsals, and they were still thinking of pulling the plug on it. And wow. uh, somebody convinced them at the last minute that yeah. they should just see it through, you know. But yeah. they were never 100% behind this show. And when, and when it was finally edited and put together and they saw it, they went, oh, shit, what the hell is this? We, can't, <laughs> we, we don't know what to do with this. Yeah. So they opened it very, you know, meagerly, mm-hmm. you know, in a few yeah. places. And... Um, um, you know, it, it, it so I, 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 which is all part of the history of it, which I think is superb. I mean, because if they had gone a hundred percent behind it and, and, and had sort of a following or sort of was good or sort of was, you know, lasted yeah. a couple of weeks, then it wouldn't have become, wouldn't yeah, have been just discovered. Just out of curiosity in that, in that cast, is there anyone that was the, like the safe choice that the studio made them put in like someone is there someone in there that was the trusted person that had already been susan. like a big susan was, susan oh, was the big one yeah, yeah susan myself i think only because they were no it was susan no was jonathan they, they, adams was he already he was he, he no he none of those a, guys i mean they guys. were all from the original show no i, I think that uh, jim Sharman, who directed it had to make a decision early on. They they gave him two choices. You know, he could either go with, uh, uh, you know, a big superstar cast and mm-hmm. a, and with a big big, big budget, budget. Yeah. Or, or or you know, stick with the, this sort of trash, you know, basement kind of uh, feel. You know, this sort of low rent kind of uh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, trashy feel and he decided to stick with that and to give the people who originally did it you know a shot and uh, and he was comfortable with them and with Tim and you know r- rather than giving it to um, you know uh, any big Meatloaf had I had some big hits though already right wasn't he no else? I don't think no, so don't, he hadn't come out like Paradise by the Dashboard Light that wasn't out yet I don't, I don't think so I think that okay. happened afterwards okay no. well, well, have you seen other versions of Rocky since then like when they did it on uh, on Glee or yeah. when they did, did it when they did BBC, they just the BBC did, did one that was live about a year a and a half ago Fox one yeah, yeah Fox yeah. did it Fox live did, yeah. with yeah. Uh, Victoria Justice and a bunch of people did you see that one when uh, they did yeah that? I saw it on an airplane when I was flying trans mm-hmm. you know from east to west and yeah. all I could think of was jeez thank god I'm in an airplane and I can't walk out <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh 
The BBC one was pretty good. It is funny, though, that Fox went from being very nervous about that one to, oh, let's do a remake of it. Let's do it, yeah. Yeah. Really glitched it up. Yeah. It misses the point completely. They took a lot of the, well... It's a, it's a dirty little, you yeah. know, uh, trashy, wonderful entertainment, you know, and, and Richard O'Brien, who wrote it, never thought of it as a political statement or anything. He just wanted to entertain, you know. He mm-hmm. keeps on saying, he said, you know, it's something that any 12-year-old could could enjoy, you know, and he, right. and, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and um, uh, to this day, I, I think everybody is quite shocked by the amount of uh, books and everything written about. Well, what does it really mean, you know, to the uh, <laughs> yeah. LGBT, right. yeah. uh, you know, uh, right, community? And uh, you know, it was uh, such ahead of its time talking about, you know, tran- transsexuals mm-hmm. and this and that. Right. But it, and that was all pretty normal in 1975. You know, people yeah. were. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that was. Uh, uh, beyond our world, you know, mm-hmm. maybe in Austin, Texas, or you know, Cleveland, yeah. it was beyond their world. But if you were in New York, L.A., London, you know, a, yeah. a major, not a big place, uh, you you knew about these things, and it, it was just a reflection of what was going on socially. Yeah, at yeah. the time, yeah. not everything has to have a message. All right. that, or if the the message doesn't always have to be. Um, what what you want it what what other people want it to be yeah. like people try to find messages and stuff right. and the and the don't dream it be it that was the message of yeah. Rocky Horror Picture right. Show which is a great message on its own like yeah. it does it didn't need you, yeah, you don't need people coming in that. going it also yeah you know it also yeah. you know stands for vegan rights you're like yeah, yeah. well fucking yeah. how about just the thing that they already had. Like, well, I like what Tyler Shields talks about. We had Tyler Shields on our podcast. He's a famed photographer. He took the picture of Kathy Griffin with the Trump head, mm-hmm. which you've probably seen. But he talked about how he never explains any of his work. Yeah. He uh, says, it means whatever it means to you. That's what it means. Yeah. yeah. You know, it might mean something different to him than it does to you as a viewer, but yeah. take, for, your, take your perception of it. Like, you're an adult. Watch yeah. it. See what you think. And that's what it means to you. And that's fine. Like seeing Rocky in in our little weird small town was the first time I'd ever been to anything where I was like, oh, I'm kind of a weirdo. And these people are all weirdos. And we all get to be weirdos together. That's what it meant to me. Mm -hmm. Like Uh aside from doing community theater at the Jewish Community Center. (laughs) See, a third time. down. Third's Um, the charm. Yeah. uh, Is is that was the first time that I ever felt that and felt it with these people who then felt it with me too. I'm just a big fan of throwing toast at screens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If we could do that at every Adam Sandler movie, it'd be great. I think that's one thing that it has that most people really haven't put a fine point on is that it gives that sense that theater has to people that never get to be backstage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that it's as close to that feeling that, that fun, playful sort of vibe that, that being in a theatrical production has as you can possibly get without actually being in a theatrical. Oh, production. I see. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Well, what to me, to me, what's the most interesting part of, of this whole Rocky Horror experience is the stories like you guys have had today about your initial time of seeing it, you know, how your friends got together, what you did, uh, you know, people, you know, sneaking out of the house at the age of 12, lying to their parents, <laughs> you, know, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you know, or, or taking it uh, from their father's library when it finally came out on VHS, you know, and, 
you know, when I was a kid, you'd you'd look for the dirty pictures of your parents, you know, that were hidden in his drawer <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> and but but at this at that age, you know, you'd uh, well, where is that Rocky Horror Picture Show VHS? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then after my parents are asleep and the kids are my friends are over for a midnight, you know, yeah. we'll we'll watch it. It it was just something naughty, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. And and yeah. And, I, and I liked the naughty aspect of it. It's you know. Uh, but again, it's the stories. It's the yeah. stories, and, yeah. and I love to hear the stories, and I love to hear, you know, not necessarily. Yeah, but we also get the the, the the stories of well, it changed my life. I didn't know what I was sexually. I was exploring. I was this. I was that. You know, and I sure. found that I had, you know, I could be whoever I wanted to be. You know, I could do whatever I wanted to do uh, in this environment, and. Um, uh, so from that standpoint, I think there's a the, the movie has great worth uh, rather than just being entertaining and being a rock and roll show, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, it's all bullshit. <laughs> it's just, an, it's just uh, another movie. Okay? Where are you? Uh, where are you going to be next? Are you going to do any cons? Any coming up? Any, any, uh, any soon? Where am I going to be next? I'm going to be doing a con in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, the end of um, I think the end of next month. I'm going to be in Rhode Island at the Providence, Providence, Providence at the Rhode Island Comic Con mm-hmm. in the beginning of November. And um, uh, and maybe I will uh, I will have come up with something else to sell that is related to, <laughs> you know, Rocky Horror. If you have any idea, if, if we'll anybody listening yeah, has any, any ideas, ideas. Yeah. Uh, go on to my Facebook and tell me what I should make to uh, or again rape my fans <laughs> of, their, <laughs> of all of their money uh, <laughs> <laughs> because because we didn't get any merchandising uh, from Rocky Horror. But more than that. It's something I do at midnight after I've taken my Ambien. <laughs> sure. I'm, I sit here and I, you know, I, I make records or I, you know. Fantastic. I do it. You know, it's what I do. You know? Yeah. When you come to, you have a completed project. How did this happen? I woke up the made? other day and I saw, my, I saw this stuffed underwear and I went, nah, it's not going to work. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, so your Facebook uh, is just—is it Barry Bostwick on Facebook? I have just no straight? idea. I, I will, think so. I we'll think find it and we'll post it and tag you. And stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, Can again, you Twitter or don't don't tag anything that's Rocky Horror related. Only because no. my wife watches it and she <laughs> fucking <laughs> hates it. Okay. I promise. No, I promise. No, I mean, no. You can you know you can talk about Rocky Horror, but don't. Somebody posted a picture on my Facebook a couple of weeks ago with me and a young girl, and I'm looking down at her tits, you know, and I assigned her right breast. Oh, no, I have this look on my face oh. like, oh, yeah. You know, and, and, I, and people responded by going, what? Berry, great. And I'm going, and, I'm going, and I say, you know, I didn't post that. It's not. I don't remember that moment. People, oh. if you get that picture, be cool. Don't post it on his Facebook yeah. page. That's for you. Yeah, that's, that's for yeah. personal. You. That's yeah. personal. Yeah. Are such schmucks. Yeah, yeah, they really are. 
Um, uh, this Mike, has been great fun. You're, and, you're, uh, you're fantastic. Can we end it now? Yes, yes. Mike. Okay. Uh, Mike, <laughs> where, can, where can people find you on the internet? I am all over social media at Mike Black Attack. Yes, and mm-hmm. if you need hot tips on toys, yes. Mike Black's the one <laughs> He's for the man. you. Uh, Matt Walker, where can people find you? You can find everything for me at funnymat.com, or if you're annoyed by me in any way, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. And people do do that. They go to that yeah. website and they say horrible things about you, as yes. they should. Uh, you can always always get me across all social media at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, across the planet. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. Can we, can oh, we on the way out, could you sing a song from Shrek, please? Oh, yes, sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, right. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm a great big... <laughs> Shrek monster. That's why you didn't get cast because yeah, you're great not. and you're big. Yeah. Exactly. Was that you did that one? Uh, was it Alan Menken wrote that? No, not Alan no. Menken. No, he. Oh, I'm thinking of the the one you did. You do the match. You know what? Them. You will give you the clip. You can play it. It's on, on YouTube. I'll find it. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. Then to the I'm going to play show. the clowns. The, the clowns. Yes. Let's yes. play. We'll play a little uh, a little, a little Shrek. Shrek and then the clowns and then the clowns. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Have a good night. See you guys. If I were a Viking, I might find my calling While pillaging and brawling, I might enjoy the trip It could be to my liking to live a life of daring While smelling like a herring Upon a Viking ship to sail away, to see the world, to reach the farthest reaches, to fear the wind, to taste the salt and sea, and maybe stop some beaches. But that's not me. If I One that tells of glory and wipes away the lies. To the skies I throw it, the stars would do the telling, the moon would have its spelling, and night would dot the eyes to write a verse, recite a joke with wit and perfect timing, to change the world, to leave a Somehow overwhelming I get the girl I take a breath Cause I